Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hello, everybody. We're scrubbing in. Scrub-a-dub-dub in the tub-a-tub-tub. Full disclosure, I just had a little bit of a breakdown when Becca walked into my apartment, so... There were no words said. (laughs) Like, we made eye contact. And I just lost it. (laughs) But what's so weird is that we were... First of all, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. First of all, we were texting before, and I just knew. I was like, Tanya is going through something i'm not gonna ask over text and i'm not gonna say anything unless she says something before the podcast and then i walked in and she started crying and i was like wow my i swear my scorpio intuition sometimes is like freaky you just know me (laughs) i'm really like i'm really fine i'm just like i'm very um displaced like i feel like my now we're back at work like we're going back into the studio so I used to work from my home and now I'm not working from here. And I feel like I'm constantly like packing bags and 
uh, I feel really bad. My leaves sunny, and I mm-hmm. like I I sh- I should not have the what's that thing that I have the video on her because <laughs> I have the video and I hear her crying, and then I'm like I feel bad that I like left her. I was like I should have just stayed there until I really had to leave, so I like can't get my errands done, and like I just it's like all these emotions at once, and mom guilt is is a real thing. Yeah. And then I'm like, mad. I'm like, why did I not set up my place? Like, cause we set up red stars house, like for her, you know, mm-hmm. like they have we have all of her stuff and it's all there. And I was like, why didn't I set up my place for her? You know, cause I can't let yeah. her roam free. Cause these stairs are very dangerous. Um, <laughs> no, they're not They are like covered. They don't know. Like- no, she's like little too. I feel like she'd get really lost. There's all these wires. I can't have her up here. Well, you could close this door for sure. Yeah, I guess I could just close all the doors. Yeah. <laughs> but then she could go all the way up the other ones. I I swear the stairs, she's going to be fine. I don't know. His so, stairs are way scarier. But she, she doesn't go up the stairs because we blocked it off. Oh, so why not just... I mean, if you block it off with like... You have 14,000 boxes downstairs. <laughs> just block it off with the boxes. And that's the other thing. I, I mean, I don't even know if I should say this, but I had like a... Somebody came and like opened all the boxes in front of my my place and like oh, took no. everything out of them. Yeah, it's like I felt really violated. So it's just been like a rough like forty eight hours. I'm honestly fine. Like you just needed a release. I just needed to release. Yeah, yeah. like nothing's wrong, uh-huh. but I just feel very like overwhelmed. I guess it's a lot. I mean, you go back and forth every single day. You like you and Red Star don't live together, but you're now you have sunny yeah so you want to be there and it's just kind of like hey i mean i don't don't know how you're doing it (laughs) like 95p and i we don't live together but we go back like we alternate places so like i still feel like i'm home i'm my home and yeah then we go back and forth so and they're both set up for phoebe too so yeah i just need like a yeah i think once you get everything set up for sunny here there will be more freedom and where you stay for sure you can be like taking the dog what's the taking the dog taking the dog from legally blonde yeah Yeah. um i just want to make sure that the joy of owning sunny is counterbalancing the constant stress and crying that's happened since you got sunny like there is joy here too right beyond like beyond joy like i like and that's i think the the issue what's so funny is they were saying like with separation anxiety, you have to like leave her because she has to get used to it and stuff. But I'm like, I need it because I'm like, I just want to be with her all the time. And I'm like, I know it's not realistic. It's funny because I was talking to Sisney before I got, um, before I got her, before I got Sunny. And I was like, how did you come into, like, how did you work? Cause she was going in, like, she'd work all day. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, just, I would put it, put her in the crate all day. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, most people have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but like they're puppies. They can't be in a crate for more than like, I feel like three, four hours is pushing it. I mean, yeah. eight hours is like insane. Yeah. I mean, it's just like eventually there's time. Well, are you going to keep her crated forever? Or will she be able to run for a free year? Eventually? Oh, a year. my God. <laughs> you, you have to get her used to like every room individually. So it's oh, like, oh, yeah, you got to. <laughs> Otherwise, how will they survive if you don't do the steps <laughs> that are suggested? from the internet (laughs) um yeah so anyway i am obsessed with her and i like i am i'm so happy and like everything's really good it's just i feel um i guess it's displaced um and i'm not used to it Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. i'm wearing these like weird headphones because 
I don't know where my headphones. I think they're at his house, or there might be in one of my bags somewhere <laughs> in my car. Like you know what I mean? Like I just feel like I have stuff everywhere. I don't know where it is. Yeah, that's rough. Things. I hate that. <laughs> See, and for like a creature of habit, somebody that's just like very like, I like yes. my routine. I like my stuff. You know, like I'm very routine. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't made almond milk in. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, I have great news. They sell it at the store now. So that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. But the ones at the store have like Zolotol. Can you not like make that at his house? Oh Can't I, you make it at his house? I don't have the me- mechanisms. I guess I should just bring it over there. <laughs> yeah. My Vitamix. Oh, the mechanism it's a crucial key key component to the almond milk. But yeah, actually I should just bring it to his house. It's easy. Yeah. By the way, we owe people an apology, don't we? Yes, because we were supposed to have a podcast on Thursday, but our guest oh, um yeah. canceled or rescheduled TBD at the moment. TBD, we're <laughs> we're unsure. So that was an unexpected happening for us. So we apologize for the uh fib that we told about a Thursday podcast. Correct. So the theme last week for theme Thursday was disappointment. Yes, yeah. that was the theme because you probably checked and saw that there was no podcast available. It was called No Show. Yeah. Because right. none of us showed. Yeah. <laughs> like, could we have done it without our guests? Sure. But sure, did we? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Because we are underachievers here. <laughs> Speaking of. No, that's the whole um, point of the Thursday episode is to have a guest on it. I know, but like we could have been like, hey, like we promised an episode, so here we are, but we, you know, unfortunately don't have a guest because it didn't work out. But uh, so we're just like, right. Neh. And explore the theme. Like we talked about exploring uh, the theme. Yeah. We could have just like, done that. Here's the thing we can't agree on the themes. The th- well, that and also like, so we need a third party. We can't commit to anything. Like we'll be like, next week we're going to talk about blah, blah, blah. And then. It never gets talked about again. So the fact that we're going to try and have a different theme every Thursday feels so ambitious for us, in my opinion. And also... No, but that's why I said I don't want... I don't think the theme should be like crazy hair day because like... That's funny though. No, I like not. crazy hair day. I know. Becca's like, what about p- p- pajama party? And yeah. I'm like, no. The theme should be something that we discuss in depth on that podcast. So it's right. like we like, go... I believe you wanted vagina to be one of the she themes. She still was pushing it. And I'm like, is that not a general topic that we always talk about on this podcast? Well, yeah, I could get more specific so we could talk like... <laughs> we don't need... We're not doing it. <laughs> yeah. I, I vetoed it. 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 <laughs> yeah, Becca vetoed it. But like, yeah, it's something to go forensic in. So maybe like this Thursday's theme could be displacement. <laughs> and really just get forensic on that topic. But I don't think it should be a theme that we dress up to. That's just I my disagree. opinion. I think Crazy Hair Day would be a blast. For a podcast? Well, yeah, for the video that people could see. Oh, my God. <laughs> also, I think I'm with Tanya. I think it's dating. I think it's why are men the way they are. I why think are men the way they are? Female anatomy. I think these are more appropriate themes. That fine, really fine, fine. Into. Listen, fine. I'm here for the team playership of it all. And I'll veto when I feel like I need to veto. Like I vetoed vaginas because I feel like scrubbing in is basically about that anyway. Well, what oh, that's people what people were you supposed think. to submit? Did they have any good ideas? Yeah, but the, again, I think they were more along the lines of like, like it was um, Taylor Swift and that, that's also a, a show. great one. We could talk about yeah, Taylor Swift right now because that's Jake Gyllenhaal responded. Well, save it for Thursday. No, I think we should talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, people did submit, though. Hold on. I'm trying to find the list. If we're postponing topical conversation because it fits a theme, then that's backwards. Tequila Thursday, classic Hollywood, Disney, butterflies, vaginas, flowers, stars, international beach, western, retro. 
So maybe it's it's topic th- topical Thursday. But I did say the scrubbers are coming mm. in full hot force, um, and they think that we should have a family feud theme day, and they can come up with questions for us, and we could actually do like a practice yeah, round. I'm going to put one of those together because I think that's a great that's idea. Fun, I like that. Oh, did you get that email too, Mark? I, I saw it on Facebook. Somebody tagged me. I think, yeah, I'll just we'll just play it between the two of you just for fun. Okay, just like to see if we could actually compete on the show. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm into it. That's fun to me. So I was going to say, oh, the other day, speaking of, actually, I don't think we were speaking of this, but the other day I was doing a Q&A on Instagram and someone asked like, so are you single or are you still in a relationship? I, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm in a relationship almost four years because in my mind, I feel like I talk about it on here. So right. it didn't feel surprising. People oh, really? were literally like shook. What in the heck? I have followed you since The Bachelor and yeah, had because no you don't idea. Post anything about your relationship? I know, but I think because I talk about it on here, I know. I just assume, but like, it's so shocking how few people follow me on Instagram and don't listen to the podcast. I was like, should I be offended by this? That like this many people like they were like, how are? And it's also funny because it's like, how are you so good at keeping it private? Like, how do we not know? And I'm like, well. People control what they post on Instagram. Yeah, but I guess I get what they're saying because you really do. You really do do a good job of like, I would if I didn't know and I just watched your Instagram, I would have no idea know, you were in a relationship. Don't you control what like no one would know you were in a relationship if you didn't post about it. Right. That's what I'm saying. So they're like, how do you how did you how are you keeping it private? And I'm like, well, oh, that's interesting because people are so but I feel used- like you slip every once in a while like sometimes i'll have like red star's voice will be in the background of a video i didn't even know it was in the background oh well yeah i mean i probably do that all the time i have oh. no idea <laughs> um but i Wait, just so it really was like really an overwhelming am- amount shocking amount they were like what like i have followed you on here forever and then there's also people you know it's funny i get such a mixed bag of reviews the majority of people are like i'm just so happy you're happy and in a relationship and then other people are like why do you keep it private? Like that's hurtful. And I'm like, to who, (laughs) who am I hurting? Yeah. (laughs) So it's funny. Like people, there's this sense of feeling inclined to know about someone's like personal life. Yeah. If they're like, you know, which I, I mean, to an extent I get it. It's like people follow me. They're like who they want to know. They want to support me, whatever. But, um, it was just really funny. The like, that's interesting response. I I did not expect that. I know. And then also, we got, I got asked if you and I were actually yeah, that, in a relationship. That is my favorite response ever. <laughs> Definitely not a podcast Definitely listener. Definitely not a podcast listener. But um, I laughed out loud. And so I also got an overwhelming response to that. And they were like, that would be the most chaotic relationship of all time. And I was like, you have no idea. Hey! Uh- <laughs> That would be a relationship with a lot of love, a lot of trust, a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah. I did feel like I was in a relationship with you at one point before you met Red Star. Really? Yeah. I felt like I was dating you and 95P and I was like really having to give you both the attention you deserve. (laughs) Now I have Sunny giving me that. I know. Yeah. And I mean, and Red Star. Well, for sure. For sure. But it's, it's, it's so funny because... There's this love with an animal that's not like any love that 
a human is like because mm-hmm. she's just innocent and mm-hmm. just like needs me and i i love that she needs me is that sick <laughs> yeah but <laughs> i mean i don't know if it's sick but it's definitely an interesting thing to maybe talk to your therapist about. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i imagine it's the same thing with a child though is this like love and like desperate need to provide and protect for your child yeah i'm sure i mean i get the it's the same. I, I get it. Like, I'm still like that. Like, I uh, I took Sunny to get her final round of shots. Oh, I know. I saw. <laughs> and I was like, you know what, Red Star, I got this. Because, I mean, to be honest, like, I you know, I was having a breakdown because I felt, you know, I'm feeling displaced or whatever. I mean, he's feeling it as well. You know what I mean? Like, he's definitely taking the brunt of of being with her because I do have to, like, leave to work and mm-hmm. stuff. So he's not feeling, he's not really ping-ponging around, but he's definitely feeling like... Stay-at-home dad. Stay-at-home yeah. dad. Um, and so I was like, I had uh, a day off, and so I said, you know what? You go go to your office, go do your thing. I'm gonna, I'll do everything, and I'll, I can, you know, I can handle the, the vet by myself. Mm-hmm. I got this. So my third time going, I'm totally fine. And I just pull into the parking lot, and the minute they, they I call them to get her, I just start bawling. What? It's not the sh- getting shots part. It's the not being with her and having strangers take her yeah. into a room that's probably cold and like. She seems very fine though. Totally. <laughs> and then she, should they bring her back to me and she's happy she's as a like clam? Her tail. Yeah. Like she's so excited about her new shots. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, and they were like they trimmed her nails and she just came in feeling like she got a manicure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's so happy. I did that. I took Phoebe to get tested because she was having this cough or whatever and. I always get, you know, I'm always like, okay, bye. Cause like the look on her face is always like betrayal, you know, yeah. like, are you kidding me? And the girl came and met me outside. So Phoebe was like really excited to go back into the vet, you know? And she came out and the girl was like, I'm so sorry it took lo- so long. Like everyone wanted to say hi to her and pet her. So Phoebe came out like so cocky and like <laughs> feeling like, you know, she was it. So I don't know why we do it. She's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. I know. I, I, I want to warn you about dropping her off for the groomer for the first time. I'm scared. I'm actually, I'm going to watch the groomer do it <laughs> because that girl doesn't sit still for anything. Like she gets eye boogers all the time and, and oh, yeah. Red Star has to do it. I can't like, I can't go in there and get them because she just freaks out. And so he has to like put her in a headlock basically to like do it. I can't do it. Anyways. That is, if that's how she reacts by him just like pulling out her eye boogers, I don't want to know what she's going to be like at the groomer. So I'm convinced <laughs> that groomers sedate the dogs. No, you don't want them to sedate the dog. No, I don't want him to. That's what I'm saying. I'm no. going to go and watch him like a hawk. No, make sure he doesn't slip little- my sonny anything. <laughs> no. Phoebe, they always, I think Phoebe is like, has, which is really sad because it's like owner, like pet, like owner. Like, I think Phoebe has um, authority issues. Like I have, I have issues with like, like if someone like gets on to like my whole life, if someone like got on to me or like I was bad or like doing something wrong. Who gets on to you? No, like a teacher or someone growing up. Like, and now if I have to have like a confrontational conversation with someone who's intimidating to me or like above me, I get like really anxious about it. Oh. And I think Phoebe is very aware of when she's not in control. Like I think she bosses me around because she knows she can. But I think when she's at the groomer, she's like. Goes. Even at the vet, they're like, she's such a good girl. She just sat on the table. And I'm like, are you talking about the black and white Pomeranian? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if they sedate them, but make sure you're going somewhere with like trustworthy reviews and stuff. Oh, no, I'm watching him. I'm going in and watching it happen. The whole thing. Oh, my 
go ahead. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to be a very I know, scary mom for your teachers <laughs> one day. <laughs> I know, honestly, if like dog, if dog mom life is prepped for real mom life, I'm actually scared for <laughs> my child. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, we're going to take a break and then sure. I have another question for you. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. 
the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. So there was an article where um, it said like Courtney and Travis are trying to get pregnant. I don't know how accurate this is, but... And it says like the quote is, it's only a matter of time. I was curious if you got pregnant with a red star yeah. right now, what would be your reaction be? I don't know. <laughs> right in this very moment, yeah, right I would, now. I would uh, in this very moment, I would, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd be happy, obviously, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> An accident? Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. Saying what if you got I mean, pregnant I feel like right I now? I could I would have a I mean, I would be I thought you would thrive right now with a baby. I probably would. Yeah. I love I honestly love babies. Like the baby phase is like the best phase for me. Yeah. I like I went to Louisiana and two of my friends had little babies and I just held them the whole time. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like you Baby would be really good for you right now. Easy breezy for me. No, not easy breezy, <laughs> but I feel like you're so nurturing and like loving and I and I don't know. Yeah, I could handle it would like disrupt my schedule, like my life just schedule. Just, just, a, just a tad. Yeah, my like sleep schedule and travel schedule yeah. a little bit. But um if it happened, I'd be like, oh, I got this. Yeah feel that way well i would too i'd I'd be like i got this but i definitely need to like rejigger some things (laughs) (laughs) have to figure some things out i really have to figure yeah i need another gate for sunny that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) that's actually so funny um (laughs) i mark like left us so we're on our own right now but um (laughs) I think we're doing great. No, we're doing great. But I was actually, gonna do we one had, of the emails. Yeah, honestly, I think we had just have time for an email, and then um, that's it. So let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with an email. Great. <laughs> a new season of Bridgerton is here, and with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then 
Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible Uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
All right, we're back. And normally I would hand this over to Mark, but Mark said he did a not quick, today <laughs> quick ghosting yeah. disappearance. Um, so this is from anonymous. I know no acknowledgement either. Not like okay, guys, sorry. Well, I, you he know, told I have us another, at the beginning. Yeah, but it's my time. I have a, another work commitment. I gotta go. It was just like a. He like looked down to where you could see he was looking at something on the computer. And then he was vanished. Vanished. And it was just me and Tanya big on the screen. Just like you know, really. Not Left what I need. Yeah, not what I need right now. You know, just like vanishing on abandonment. me. Yeah, a little abandonment <laughs> issues going on. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to do my best to read the email as Mark would. This is from Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> this. Thank you, Becca. This is from Anonymous. <laughs> um, <Which is> spot on. <laughs> my boyfriend and I are about a year. <laughs> Can you handle it? Yeah, I can handle it. Okay. My boyfriend and I are about a year out from an engagement, but we were casually talking about... A little more smile in it. A little more? Yeah. Less. More. Oh. But we were casually talking about the engagement rings the other day. I mentioned that I want to help pick out or try on the ring at a ring store before the proposal. My boyfriend was surprised and told me he had faith he could pick out something that I'd love, and he assumed the ring would be a surprise. I think it's such an expensive lifelong purchase that I might as well help pick. Besides, how is he to know that I don't like round diamonds for no good reason? Now I'm curious, do Becca and Tanya want to pick their rings or be surprised? You know what? What? (laughs) It's interesting because if you would have asked me this five years ago, I would have been like, yes, I know exactly the ring that I want. I know exactly the color I want. I know the exact. Well, actually, no, I didn't know. I I didn't know what it was called, but I knew like the look that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I would I would absolutely want to pick it out and all of the things. And I don't know if it's the pandemic or or what. But now, like. I do. I think a ring is important because it's a symbol of your lifelong commitment. But I just feel like it's so not. These like, um, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Tangible. Mm-hmm. These like tangible things are not that important. So I would be okay with not picking it out. I would like if if there's something that you think is hideous, I think you should just tell him like I don't like a pear shape or I don't like a whatever. Um, and if you see a ring that you like, I would maybe send him like, I think it's fine to send hints and, and show him things that you like. But at the end of the day, if he wants it to be a surprise, I think you just have to kind of trust him and trust that he is going to put that much thought into it to figure out what it is that you want. Um, and I think you're going to love it. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, the other part of it, though, is that you are the one that's going to be wearing this for hopefully ever. <laughs> so I get the, the I'm, I can be like really a control freak in like my clothes and my jewelry and what I wear, because I'm very specific of what I like. And if I'm the one wearing it, I like to have control over picking it out. So this conversation is fascinating to me because it's not even that I never thought I would care about a ring, but if it's something I'm going to be wearing for, for a long time, hopefully, I want to love it. And so, and it is an expensive purchase. So I totally get this mindset. I think that you, or if you have a friend that's like a like mutual friend that he trusts, maybe you could send her kind of like what you love and what you don't love and let her relay the information. So it doesn't feel like you're trying to control the situation, but you're like giving hints subtly. And 
I would mostly focus on what you do not like, like what you for sure would never want to wear and trust that if he, I mean, it's, it's really sweet that he wants it to be a surprise. Yeah. So I think like take that, you know, honor that. And also, you know, I get you wanting what you want. So like if you were going to get engaged, I would hope that Red Star would be like, hey, reach out to you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think he would. Because then I'd be like hey, casually like, do you ever think about engagement rings, Tanya? <laughs> what style do you like? What shape do you like? But you know what I think that's so interesting is like, and I hate to say like the rings are in fashion or whatever, but I feel like some like there there are there's fashionable styles of rings every couple of years. Yeah. And so it's like, yes, you're going to have this ring forever so like let's say you're having it 50 60 years it the look's gonna change you're probably gonna hate the ring in 10 years honestly i mean if you go with a classic diamond band and a simple band it's pretty timeless right i agree but i'm just saying but i also think a lot of it i agree it's about the sentiment and the moment and the memory of it and you know you can always like i sometimes like i think about the, the surprise party that red star threw for me or the dinner and honestly that every part of it is i loved every single part of it he did all of that do you know mm-hmm. what i mean like he he did he did it he figured it out mm-hmm. and it was everything that i would have wanted mm-hmm. the only thing that was missing and he even said it he was like i should have had a photographer there and i was like you know what i would have liked that because <laughs> i feel like all my photos turned out like dark um but I, I think about that a lot too because I'm like he really does know me and he knows how to figure out what I want, what I like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess just trust, trust, leave and, some hints. Yeah, leave some hints. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's hard though. I mean, I I'm I realized that I I never thought I was such a um control freak, but I realized that me not having control in certain situations gives me some mild anxiety. Yeah. But then on, but then if I'm expected to be in control of something, I also get anxiety because I don't like the weight of like the pressure of it being on me. And yet if someone else is doing it, I'm just sitting back like I would have done this differently. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's really, it's an interesting little, um, predicament (laughs) because i'm in charge so we're this is friday because it's a holiday today so um we i'm doing red i'm planning red star's birthday party and it's been it's weird because like you want it to be perfect for them yeah i don't even know it's a lot it's made me rethink weddings too (laughs) yeah Oh, yeah. No, but you know what? Um, Amanda Stanton recently got engaged. And so she's wedding planning. And she was like, we both thought we didn't care about anything. But as we're going through it, we realize we're very particular. Yeah. And she was like, but it's not, you know, I think there's this false. And maybe some people love like the planners like love a uh, oh, I like think people love planning things. I do think that. Yeah, I don't have that. Me so either. like the details of planning a wedding makes me feel like I never want to do it. <laughs> Same. But I guess that's why you hire someone. Yeah, who, that's true. Who does it? <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, that's true. Like my sister is she's having a birthday party this weekend. And her birthday is on the 20. Her birthday is on two, two, Which two, sister? two, two, two. Katie, oh, my okay. oldest sister. I'm just making sure um, you're not going to it. 
<laughs> no, but it was a I tight, did. Tight. Yeah. Oh. Well, they're coming out here the following week, so oh, I'm gonna get okay, to see okay, her. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that could have been a debacle yeah. by Miss Red Star. Yeah, I really need you there. Um, and she decorated like one of those balloon arches. She blew them up and pull, put it all together. And I was like, you she should did it be- herself. Yes. And oh I was like, my. you should. She's so talented at that stuff. And I'm like, you could literally do events around your hometown and like make a lot of money. And she was like, my fingers hurt too bad. <laughs> but she um, loves planning and decorating. And I'm like, I am not like that. No, and same. I wish I was more like that. I wish I was too. Because like I res- I love when people have just like an like Emily who does all your events and stuff for you. And then who's the girl? Shout out to the girl that did your Valentine's Day. Oh my, I wanted to talk about her because she was <laughs> the sweetest ever, ever, ever. Um, She has this. So she basically started this her own company um, recently. It was like after during the pandemic. And she was saying how she has been listening to the podcast and she listens to the morning show. And um, she just she was working at Starbucks and decided, you know what? I want to go for my dreams and started this company. So the company's called um, the Divine Plan Events. And she DM'd me and said, do you have plans for Valentine's Day? And I was like, no, it's a Monday. Um we're not really going to do much. And she's like, I'd love to come and set up a picnic for you and red star. And like, she did such a beautiful job. She yeah. put like red starburst out butterflies around the whole thing. She was just so, so sweet. And like wrote me a letter, made me cry. It was so beautiful. It I was, was blown away. It was so beautiful. And like, honestly, just, um, sometimes I think we forget, you know, cause we do a podcast and like, we're in a, you know, we have these microphones and we have a computer, but mm-hmm. I don't think we realize that, the community of, of women that we have mm-hmm. in this podcast and, and just to kind of hear her words and know that something I said two years ago impacted her that much, you know, like yeah. it really like touched me. And so, yeah, it was a lot, but again, her, uh, the Instagram is the divine plan events and she's in Southern California. So if you want a picnic or just hit her up, they're she's, beautiful. She's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I'm definitely going to use her for maybe just a, a day. Yeah. Maybe like a just, romantic little yeah. thing. Yeah. We ordered dinner and, and, and made it like a little, made it like a little romantic evening. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, on that note, it's time it is time to record our next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes we record our Thursday episodes on Monday, depending on the guest schedule or our schedule. So if you see us in the same clothes on the videos, we're that not gross why. and wearing the same. Well, clothes no. And then sometimes what we do just to keep it fresh, keep it fresh and hot. If the <laughs> guests have, so like today we have our guest. we're going to record the interview after this. But we'll record the actual Thursday episode on Thursday and then just tack on the interview. Right. So behind the scenes for you, if you will. (laughs) A little behind the scenes, how the sauce is made, how the sausage is made. Oh, yeah. The sausage. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, on that note, we got to go. We love you. Have a great week and weekend. Uh, It'll be week by the time you hear this. Have a great week. We love you. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds-infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.